Hey, y'all. Hey, are you drinking your water? Are you minding your business? I love to see it. I'm your host, Angel Glassell. Welcome to Hydrated and Healed, a podcast that combines a full glass of real life girl talk with a nourishing splash of healing. There's so much chaos happening in the world and possibly in your personal life. My goal is to help you navigate the chaos by staying hydrated and healed. Today, we are discussing addressing conflicts. My guest is a special treat. He is talented, creative, hilarious, and out here giving what it is supposed to give. Welcome, my friend, Marquise Hicks. Hey. Yo, what's up? What's up? Are you drinking your water? I am drinking my blessed water. (laughs) (laughs) Are you minding your business? In 2002, that's all I got to do is mind my business. That's all you got to do, <laughs> and we love to see it. Yes. Please introduce yourself to the people. Well, I'm Marquise Hicks, Marquise Germont Hicks, as you like to call me. Germont. But, yeah. Um, I am a all-around creative. I love to um, create music. Uh, I have my own group, Marquise and the Mo Band. Um, I do some musical things in the community. Uh, with my singers and with band, uh, with my band producers and everything around in the area. Um, I have my own music out, uh, Marquise and the Mo Band. Uh, you can check us out on all social media platforms and everything. And so that's always good to have a musical artist up. So I guess. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I also, I also work in my local church. Uh, Calvary Bible Church, and I'm the creative, the worship creative director there. And so, yeah, shout out to Calvary Revival Church. Yeah, that's home. We homegrown. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to chop it up with you. Before we get started, I have a game of this or that. I will say two topics in which you will select the option that relates to you the most. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. iPhone or Android iPhone, of course. All day. City or beach? Uh, I'll do a city. Relaxing or exploring? Exploring. Netflix or Hulu? Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say Hulu. I'm going to say Hulu now. I'm going to say Hulu. And I'll explain later, but I'm going to say Hulu. Yeah. Is Hulu and Chill a thing? I know Netflix and Chill is, but it's is a, Hulu and Chill? It might just be Hulu and Do. Like Hulu and Do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> <laughs> rooftop yeah. views or street views? Rooftop views. Rooftop All day. View. Yeah. Summer or winter? I have become a summer person. I used to be winter, but now I'm just all summer, all summer. All right. Early bird or night owl? I am a night owl all day. Absolutely. Yeah. I know my friend. Mm -hmm. Have a new romance or meet a new friend? Meeting a new friend because the romance part is stressful. So it's ghetto. Yeah, it's ghetto. (laughs) Faith or hope? Uh, Faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of dealing with conflict, pick your battles or nip it in the bud. Nip 
them jokers in the bud. Nip nip. <laughs> yeah. Nip nip. All yeah. day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Thank you for participating in this or that. Let's mm-hmm. get into it. In my hydrated and healed state, I've discovered and acknowledged that conflict is inevitable. At some point in time in one's life, conflict will arise. And moving forward in 2022, I thought it would be great to really break down this idea of conflict and just drop some gems on how one could navigate conflicts. So first, let's begin with addressing what is conflict? Hmm. I would say that conflict is when um, in any type of encounter, one leaves, um, one or both party leaves, or all parties, maybe one, two, or three. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, a party may leave feeling negative or degenerate, you know what I'm saying? Just any type of um, low or uncomfortable feeling because of the encounter that they had, you know? Um, yeah, it can be, it can be in any, any position, but if somebody goes away, not feeling that they were, um, that they were considered or they feel a little bit, um, hurt by it, then Mm -hmm. that, that can be, that can all build up conflict right there. Yes, I like your answer. And also too, to just kind of throw in here that that those feelings could be from actions that were intentional or unintentional. Yeah. Because I know for me, I used to always <laughs> walk around in my younger years thinking that everything that somebody did that upset me was mm-hmm. done on purpose. And right. sometimes it's not. That person could have no clue that they are doing something that's bothering you or or, or upsetting you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the only way that they would know is if you tell them. If you tell them, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What areas of your life have you experienced conflict? Okay. So, of course, in family life, you know, amongst my immediate family. That's a big um, one. Yeah. Uh, with my friends a lot and then I guess my my biggest one because with family and friends with family I would say it's easier to get through conflict um, because you don't have to really hold back and that could be a problem sometimes because you just don't care sometimes of how you say stuff and because of the other areas your family, how you deal with conflict amongst your family suffers because you just feel so comfortable to say something because you haven't said things in other places, be it your relationships outside of your family, or like I said, my biggest one that I've, I've kind of found a lot of play, a lot of issue was in my workplace. Mm. So, you know, a lot of that got thrown into my family, but those are, I think those are the three, three main areas right there. I like how you mentioned family, because that's really where it all starts in terms Mm -hmm. of how we learn how to deal with things in life. If you notice the way that you handle conflict within your family is not good, then it could really lead or just kind of trickle into other areas of your life in terms of like workplace, friendships, romantic relationships. Right. So I think it's a good place to start and really just identifying how do I address conflict mm-hmm. and 
go back to those intimate spaces because that's where it really is just going to build that foundation for you. And it starts with family or if some people, I guess, maybe they were adopted. Like it's it's that same scenario. Like you really want to get to like the roots of where did you learn how to navigate conflict and do you do it well or are there some areas where you need to improve? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which takes me into my next question. So how mm-hmm. did you address conflict or how did you address conflict in the past? So feel free to share a scenario or just kind of talk about a time where you got into it with somebody and how did you address that? Yeah, well, um, biggest thing, how I've always addressed things, I, I used to have this mindset of, um, on, and I don't know where I picked this up from. It's just weird, but it was the mindset of if it's that serious, someone will confront you about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I love or, it. You know, and even for me, like you know, so if it, if it's dealing with me that much, then I will confront this person. You know what I'm saying? And I've always had this thing because of the fact that you know I'm a man of God. You know, my one of my favorite scriptures, blessed are the peacemakers, you know. So, but the the um the thing that um I think messes us up is that we feel like keeping peace is just not saying anything about it. Yes. You know, oh, I love that you said that. Yeah. And sometimes kind of, that could, it could do more damage. It could do more good. damage. Yeah. 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 And so, like, using, not using enough wisdom, um, uh, just, I would just say mainly in just the workplace situation, it's been many a times, many a places where uh, I needed to speak up. And honestly, um, just putting it out there, uh, uh, we, we have made some changes on, on the job. Uh, and for me, I, for me, when I work, when I do my work for church or when I serve God's people, I'm doing just that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing what I want to do for clout or for title or for status or moving up. I just want to know what, what do you need me to do and what's my place? And I will do just that. Um, I, however, you know, things just kind of, we made some transitions and stuff like that. And in the moment, in the, in the moments of those transitions, I would hear certain ideas from the people that were over me and I had problems with it, but I just never voiced it, you mm-hmm. know, because in my head, the way, in the way that I've always been trained is, Hey, you know, this isn't my vision. So I'm going to trust those that are above me. I'm going to trust all that, whatever. And I'm going to let things slide. And because of the fact that I just kept, you know, letting things slide and that, not even so much speaking up not for myself, but advocating for other people that it was affecting, you know, I, because of that, things just kind of started to ravel and just, you know, go unsaid and, you know, to the point where I'm just like this big <laughs> ticking time bomb. It, yes. was one, it was one point, Angel, where we have now having a, a team meeting. There's somebody else there, you know, time has gone on. And um, they're asking me about like my, my temperament. 
when it comes to the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I just had to be honest. Look, oh no, I'm always frustrated. I'm just <laughs> always frustrated. <laughs> it's like, why? But and they it, confused because they never knew. They never knew. They never mm-hmm. knew. And I'm just like, after a while, I started coming to the point where it's like, Marquise, you can't work like this because you're becoming too stressed out. And you're not now, the reason why you do your job is no longer the reason why you do your job. You've gotten so far removed from the actual, the initial thing, you know? Mm, And even in the initial thing, it took me, the conflict was, I'm not going to go against my leader. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not going to go against, you know, I'm going to trust that. But, you know, sometimes you have to have that moment where you get understanding from leadership. And so when your stuff doesn't feel good, doesn't feel good to you, or you don't understand, say something about it, you know, speak on it. You know, um, I, I loved what um, one of my, my, my brothers, he's, he's also a pastor that I work with, uh, Pastor Eugene Johnson. Um, he was speaking in the scriptures of uh, when the, uh, he was talking to the disciples and um, a multitude of disciples. And Jesus would say crazy stuff all the time. Jesus would say, you know, you drink my blood and eat my flesh and all that good stuff. And people he was like, definitely flipping tables. He was flipping tables. <laughs> he was doing a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff. And people that were actual disciples was just like, you know what? I don't know how I feel about this. And so mm-hmm. the Bible says that the people left, you know, and people moved on. And then, you know, Jesus spoke some stuff about the people that, he's not bad stuff, but he's, they, after, after the people left, he turned and looked at his 12, his crew, and said, hey, do you guys feel, do you guys want to leave too? And he said something that was so profound. He was like, the reason why it wasn't a big deal that the others left, that some the outsiders left was because they didn't know him. But mm. when those who are committed to the vision, when they start having issues and stuff like that, that's when as a leader, you got to stop and ask, okay, I care about you because yeah. you're, you're, you're vital to this. And I, that was my issue. I didn't realize how vital I was, and it didn't need to be like confirmation from here, this and there. You know, you just you just need to know that where you are, you're vital to those places. And so when it comes time for you to speak up, you speak up about it. And yeah. so um that that was just my big thing. So so yeah, that's what that's how I used to always just handle things, just letting things just go by, but then after a while I just started seeing the spiral and how things just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And now you know, I had a change. <laughs> yes. I love how you mentioned being vital and mm-hmm. kind of like once you understand your place or your role, whether it's like mm-hmm. a friendship work, then it makes it easier to begin to unpack. Okay. How am I going to handle or address when there is mm-hmm. something that's going on? Right. Cause there's a big difference between me telling you as my friend or somebody who is a part of my tribe, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, did I overreact or, you know, you did this and I maybe took it the wrong way, but this is how I'm feeling. And they actually take the time and, and walk right. with you. Right. Um, versus, Somebody else being like, oh, I don't care. Like, I'm going to dip out anyway. So I think, you know, as you get older and you kind of mature, it's, it becomes a little bit easier to see, like, where people really fall in your life. I was very similar. Like, I would just shut down mm-hmm. and not really say anything. And then after, like, layers and layers would build up, I've snapped and I've right. gone off. And people are right. looking at me like a deer in headlights. Like, girl, what's wrong 
With you or why didn't you just speak up and say something? They call us Um, passive aggressive. Yes. (laughs) And then I like that block button. The Lord knew what he was doing when he made that block button on that right. cell phone <laughs> right. or even like social media. So I remember I would just go around and like just hit the block button and like, oh, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you Y'all get older and like, listen, I, <laughs> it's like a reflex. Oh, you made me mad. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I've gotten older, experienced different things. Like you said, I've acknowledged, OK, like this is a spiral mm-hmm. and I want to change it. Right. How do you address conflict now? Yeah. So now I at least make a space to talk about it. Mm. And when I say make a space, I'm not just saying like, because, you know, I want to be the one to be able to say, oh, I'm going to just say what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just not built like only and the reason why I say I'm not built like that is because I'm the person I have to think about what's being said. And I want to make sure this is emotion speaking, but I'm speaking directly to the situation because I could be mad that your shirt is pink, but it ain't got nothing to do with the fact that your shirt is pink. It's mm-hmm. just, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, so I don't, I want it to be, I want to be able to stop. So I, so again, I make a space for it. So if it's a, I don't feel right about this. If I, can I come back to you and can we talk about this? So I can like figure out, but at least make a space. Mm. I think that's that's the I think that's a easier way of going about it rather than just up and just saying, oh well, I'ma just say it. No, like right. you know, if there's right. a space that you don't feel comfortable about, hey, let me think about this. Let me go home, let me pray about this, you know. But just creating the space so that <clears throat> next time you guys come together or you know, every people aren't just gonna go on thinking that you're okay. Yes. And, and communicate that too. I like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Speak up. So communicate and make space. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. I feel like when I asked myself this question a while back, um, there was one scenario that really stood out to me um, because I noticed that I was going through this unhealthy pattern of just miscommunications with friends mm-hmm. and now I'm, you know, just reevaluating like, okay, wait, did I handle that correctly or did I not handle that correctly? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just in friendships, I remember a time where um, there was a friend and I and I made a comment. It was not a nice comment. And looking back on it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Angel, I cannot believe you said that. That was not nice. And right. when I look back at where that comment stemmed from. It was because there was some tension between my friend and I. And instead of just pulling her to the side and saying, hey, this is how I'm feeling about something, whatever it was that, you know, we whatever our issue was, I allowed myself to be in a space with other people where we were all having a conversation. And then I just kind of let my mouth right. do right. the talking. And right. now, of course, you know, like, we hydrated and healed. So yeah. I reflect back on that. And I'm like, girl, had you just spoke up and mm-hmm. put your friend to the side, that whole scenario would have been yeah. avoided. Yeah. And yeah. I also kind of remember, too, that there's two sides to a story. So I may walk away feeling some kind of way. But the other person, if it's somebody that I care about, 
Um, mm-hmm. And even if it's just like a stranger on the street and they say, hey, you know, you did this and I'm offended by it. Mm-hmm. Just kind of taking it into account that I'm human and I miss the mark sometimes. Yeah. I mess up. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of those times are unintentional, but, you know, I'm still human and it can happen. Right. So I think now I'm more comfortable having the uncomfortable conversations, oh, yeah. whether it was a, a, a mess up on my end or your end, mm-hmm. saying, hey, before this gets to a point of no return, let me express how I'm feeling. And then can you give me some insight or feedback about how you're feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love yeah. what you said. Just speak up, speak up and, and communicate. If it's a, a situation where you have to just take a step back, Mm-hmm. don't let too much time you know right. pass before you come back but right just being wise enough to say you know what let me let me take a, a seat mm-hmm. real quick and and digest what's yeah. going on and yeah and sometimes sometimes when you say hey i don't feel comfortable about it if the person cares enough about your input and it goes back to what i said earlier if you're vital to the situation because that's another part of, that i always missed you know uh and i i do i take accountability for that it's like if i had said at least i'm not comfortable people would have been like well what's wrong you know what i'm saying yeah. and sometimes you don't for me like i know i don't feel right but i don't understand why i don't feel right so when they stop and they say hey well what's wrong it makes me at least have to stop and think okay marquis what is wrong yeah digest your right. feelings yeah because now i'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about this. So what is it? So, you know, then I try, I try to pull things back, you know, and I think when it comes to conflict resolution, those moments, you know, when you get into certain, certain places and you have people to say, I don't feel comfortable about that, make the space to hear them out. You know, mm-hmm. I think, I think I said this before about, um, you know, being able to have a conversation with people and, you know, at times just say, Hey, am I allowed to speak without being interrupted? So I can just, express Ooh, my feelings. I love that. You know what I'm saying? So once people have that space, then they can start getting their stuff out, you know, but when somebody says, hey, I'm not comfortable and you ask them why, don't listen to respond. Listen to take in, to, you know, to, to hear what they have to say mm. so that the people, again, this comes from somebody who just was never, ever, ever good at speaking up. And that goes back to if, if, I, if I can circle back to circle our, back. Go ahead. our first point of everything coming from our, uh, how we resolve conflict stems from our family, mm. uh, our first our first encounters with conflict, you know, our home situation. Yes. You know, for me, I did I did counseling. I started doing counseling in 2015. And then I think I was, I've been doing counseling since then. But I think my most intensive was maybe in 2018, 19. Okay. And one of our biggest talking points was on the fact that I can I can never speak up, speak up for myself. But it all traced back to Marquise. Okay, you're the youngest. You know, you got, I got, felt like I got blamed for a lot of stuff as a kid. And then, you know, you know, we grew up in black household, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I I feel like, I feel (laughs) like it's healthy to say it's 100% healthy to say as black kids, spankings and whoopings did both. Come on. It, It did what it needed to do. And it kept us in line. 
But at the same time, it was very traumatic and messed Come up. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like those are two inter intersectable truths. Yeah. You know, and that's what it did to me. You know, I I love my parents, but we got hit upside the head too. We did. And my mom, listen, I grew up single parent up until I think my mom got married when I was 16 Mm -hmm. and she was very strict. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if I looked at her the wrong way after she asked me to do something baby that was it that was it yeah that was it (laughs) and of course it didn't take me until you know maturing and getting older understanding okay well I understand why you reacted the way that you did and you really did the best that you could and I appreciate the love and keeping me in line yep but I had to unpack a lot of that. I had yeah. to learn, even in just addressing conflict with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very dominant. <laughs> she mm-hmm. has a strong personality. And mm-hmm. it's almost like what she says goes. And I remember having a conversation with her. We got into it about something. And mm-hmm. my 33. Yeah. Yeah. 33. Yeah. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Hold up now. Yes, you are mom and you will always be mom. But do right. I not have a choice? Do I not right. get- speak and say my piece or how I'm feeling about something and mm-hmm. we really turned a curve when I just learned that okay you got to speak up even if it is to your your mom your dad yeah. your grandma um yeah. that that's really the area that God has been like okay we about to clean this up because <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing the biggest thing is we because of the way that we were raised we did not learn how to handle our own voice you mm. see what i'm saying we were not we did not <laughs> we were not we did not learn how to use it how to you know because it takes time for people to be able to gracefully say things and mm. say things impactfully say delivery things, yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah but you know because of the fact that at a young age, when the time when we should have been developing that craft, we never did. Yeah, because you know, we, we were did. so busy going to college and, yeah. and trying to be an adult. And yeah. Then you're in your twenties or your thirties, and you're like, okay, I'm noticing some patterns. Oh, yeah. up. let yeah. me circle back. Where this is coming from and how to develop it. Yeah. I will say that. You know, for anybody who's listening, once you do develop how to use your voice to communicate effectively, mm-hmm. you will just see because it's almost like you're telling people, hey, this is where the space that I'm in now. And I need you to get in alignment. Right. With right that. Not necessarily right. bow down to everything that I say, you know, do mm-hmm. more that. OK. And, and, and handling me. hmm. In my heart and my mind, mm-hmm. this is what I need. Yeah. My mom is a yeller. All the women in my family are yellers. They just like to yeah. yell. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Like, I don't yeah. like yelling. And I realized that when I was in heated situations and I started yelling, I would just become emotional. And I would start crying. I just couldn't get the words out. Yeah. I read a meme and it was like, if we in an argument and I'm crying, don't think it's because I'm weak. It's because I want to kill you. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like when I read that, 
I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to be calm. Like when I mm-hmm. pray, it's like, Lord, I just want to be calm, but I also want to be direct. Yeah. You yeah. know, this is yeah. not going to work for me. So if you want to have a conversation, I want to have the conversation, but there's a way to do it. Right. And right. all the yelling, that's, it's a no for me. It's not going to work yeah. for me. Yeah. And yeah. then when people don't get in alignment, I mean, I ain't necessarily blocking people, but I'm blocking people. <laughs> I'm blocking people. Look, look, look. It don't get, look. I don't a block. little blocking never hurt nobody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I may not block you, but I'm gonna just watch your. I'm gonna just watch your um phone, your face, and everything come up on the screen and just walk right on past. <laughs> and then look, now, take a sip of water. Like, mm. see, now I'm gonna tell you what's worse than blocking. You know, because you know we we're, we're iPhone people. Amen. Amen. And so, <laughs> so um, if one of my close friends, I'm just like. Yo, um, you know you could take your. He just had an iPhone. And I said, "Well, you know you could take the um, the red the red receipts off of your phone." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Amen." Oh no, I want people to know that I read it, and I just, <laughs> <laughs> I want them to know that I read it, and I ignored them. I want them. I want to you know. to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, see, I'm not at that point, so I'm gonna just keep my red receipts off, and mm-hmm. I just respond or I don't respond, and that's it. So, so if I'm on the phone and the conversation is going in a direction that I'm not with, mm-hmm. let me call you back. I got somebody calling me. I got a call coming through. I gotta take this real quick, right. and I will not call you back. Yeah. And when they follow up, why didn't you call me back? Let's circle back to the last time we had that right. conversation and it was going. And I've clearly expressed to you that this is not how I like to communicate things. Right, right. So, hey, I mean, you definitely have to set up those boundaries mm. um, and healthy boundaries. And just, right. you know, I guess my last question is how can you improve how you address conflicts in the future? And I'll just say, just set clear, healthy boundaries and be open to having the conversation because we are human and there are times when we miss the mark and just making sure you are in a space to have those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. And that, yeah. that confidence too, that confidence mm. to know your value. Mm. Like, hey, you know, I know what I bring to the table in this relationship, this friendship, this workplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable expressing to you how I'm feeling about a, a situation. Yeah. So I definitely want to, I would say for me, that's how I can want to improve how I continue to handle conflicts because they're going to come. They're going to come. Yeah. It's going it's to come. You know, mm-hmm. I'm praying that the Lord is going to send me somebody's son. <laughs> and <laughs> I already know that, you know, when that does come about that there will be times right where i'm gonna be looking at him like okay and i can't block him if it's my husband you right. know right. so right. just being in a space and continuing to evolve as angel and and having those uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. i would say just you know like you said having more confidence in myself i think that's the biggest thing you know um uh, having more confidence in continue to develop in my confidence for me. Like one thing about, even about this podcast, Angel, you asked me to do this, you know, and I think it's amazing because I feel like if people are too much of an expert, 
in conflict resolution, mm-hmm. then you will BS it. because you're a manipulator you know what i'm saying you try to use certain things whatever so i don't want to be on that out but i think it keeps you a little bit human but i think the part that that you can always work on when it comes to building building uh or doing better when it comes to conflict resolution is a confidence piece Mm -hmm. and being more astute in yourself and um, knowing the value of yourself to know, like you said, hey, this is the stuff that I'm just not going to go for. And the reason why I'm not going to go for it is because this is the way that I even treat myself. Yeah, I'm doing what I do. I need to do. I'm, you know, getting prepared for the thing. You know, I'm, um, you know, uh, showing my passion for myself and for my for the things that I love. And if the thing that I love is my job or the thing that I love is my relationship, I'm doing what I can do for me to make me the best for this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And as long as I'm doing this, when it comes to conflict, you know, you're very certain on what you need to go for and what you're not going to go for, you know? Yes. And it doesn't depend on how anybody else acts or anybody, what anybody, the decisions that anybody else makes because you have all that you need inside of yourself, you know? A lot of times, a lot of times, you know, even when it comes to relationships and stuff like that, you know, we're, we're demanding so much from other people, you know? And th- sometimes when we're, when we're in those positions and in those conflicts and we're demanding this a lot and it's too high of an expectation, it's a lot of times it's because it's stuff that we need. You know what I'm saying? And we, yes. need, to, we need to at least do it for ourselves. So mm-hmm. we don't need too much of a demand on other people. So um, yeah, that's what that's where I come, I want to come from when it comes to doing better and being and um dealing with conflicts and stuff like that. So that answer was giving very much hydrated and healed. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. As I take a sip of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I came across this quote in a book. It's called 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. And it's by Amy Morin. I hope I am pronouncing her name correctly. So I'm going to read it and then I'm going to get your feedback. Yeah, okay. It says, each time you avoid saying no to something you really don't want, you give away your power. If you don't make any attempt to get your needs met, you'll give people permission to take things away from you. A lack of emotional boundaries can be equally problematic. If you don't like the way someone treats you, yet you don't stand up for yourself, you give that person power over your life. Mm. As I take a sip. Yeah. (laughs) That was so good. That was so good. Yes. You have any feedback about that? Yeah, I think that whole like not being able to say no, it gives people the power over your life. Like that is just so um, it's so strong. You don't you don't ever because I think that that the reason why it resonates so much with me is because that's been that's my like, you know, 2022 mantra, you know, saying mm-hmm. like, you know, I, this year I'm going to be able to take control back over my life you know um uh when it comes to everything that i do you know i want to be able to take control but a lot of it a lot of the reason why i am i've gotten into the positions that i've gotten into 
was because you know I was scared to say no and yeah I was very fearful of being being honest about how I feel you know and you know I want to be able to come against those fearful moments so Uh that people can know like oh yeah Marquise really is about his stuff you know yeah Uh, you know not 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 putting myself above everybody else but it's just kind of like like I said before this is just what I'm not going to do not being being fearful to say no you know it to that other person it lets them know oh I just can't just do whatever I need to do with people it teaches people how to treat you how to treat come on now come on (laughs) and I have said that in plenty of conversations that I've had with my mom like Mm -hmm. you have to teach people how to treat us and Mm -hmm. if not they'll just run rampant and do whatever they want when Mm -hmm. they want when they want and I love that you said it's really about how you feel about yourself Mm mm-hmm I do daily affirmations every day in the mirror. I'm like, girl, you fine in these streets. You're talented. Mm-hmm. You're gifted. There's so much in store for you. It's a perfect day to walk in God's grace for you. And we're going to be mm-hmm. open with our mind and our hearts for all the opportunities. And when you start to do that, it really does give you this level of confidence. Yeah. yeah. And so like when somebody comes in and they're not leveling up, Mm-hmm. to you or matching your energy it's like hold up right wait a minute right, because right. i i have worked so hard to get to this space that i am i'm going to check you right if you're coming against that and i love the word that amy uses power it's like you're you're releasing your power and i feel like 2022 y'all we just got to take our power back take our power back. and it doesn't yeah. mean that we're gonna have a fist fight and Mm-mm. it's gonna be this big ordeal we're not doing that we too cute Mm-mm. to fight yeah. we ain't doing that yeah but what we are gonna do is with our cute self handsome selves mm-hmm. with our water we're gonna sit back and tell you this is not aligning with me Right. As a person and what I'm doing, what I got going on. Right. So I think we just in 2022, I really want people to just be intentional about their the plan that they have for themselves. Mm -hmm. And once they establish that, then you need to align how you feel mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally with that. Because Mm -hmm. anything that comes against those two when they align is essentially conflict. <laughs> right, right. And then right. learning how to just be like, no, this is not, you know, lining up and I, I need to speak up and, and handle it or address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, friend. Thank you so much for yeah. coming on the podcast. You dropped no all the gems. Uh, I'm here for it. Will I'm you come glad. back? Yes, yes, yes. Please, please call me back. Call me back for the next. As day. I will. Yeah. Would you like to drop your IG handle so the people can find your music and find you? Yeah, yeah. So um, you can just find me on Instagram. I guess everybody's on Instagram. I'm actually on TikTok now too, y'all. Come on, TikTok. So you have to teach me how to do the dances and stuff like that. Like, I I'm you. aging myself because I am what's called the oldest set of millennials. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I got, I, yeah, I got a whole TikTok. I got a few little followers. You know what I'm saying? Get a few hundred views and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm somebody right quick. You all right? I'm about yeah. to look this up on, on the TikTok. Yeah. Okay? 
So, um, but it's M. Jermont Hicks. So, uh, M as in my first name, Jermont. That's Jermont. I mean, I'm sorry, the state Vermont, but just with the J instead of a V. Hicks. So, M. Jermont Hicks. That's my um, Instagram uh, handle right there. Um, please don't follow me on Twitter because I'm crazy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. I say. I, I'm I'm reserved, but I want to be a little bit more liberal on my Twitter page because as uh, you should. That's just that's just me. But um, Marky Six, uh, you Marky Six on Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, but on my IG, you can find my link tree, and that's where all my music and stuff like that is too, and like my booking information for me and my my band also. Yes, I am so proud of you, friend. I don't think I asked you this earlier, but I am very big on opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. Are you single? I am low key. A hundred percent single. I needed to shout it out over the rooftop that I am single and I am looking for my wife. Amen. <laughs> I love it. No sneaky links, none of that. No, no, no cupping buddies, yeah, no entanglements. No entanglements. No, no okay. entanglements. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have All to talk right. about that sneaky link on the side. No, no, no. Oh, okay, then. Mm-hmm. I don't have any sneaky links. I have no sneaky <laughs> links. I ain't doing none of that crazy stuff. That's just me, myself, and the Lord. All That's right, it. now you can find me on social media at hydrated and healed or Angel Glassell. If you're tuning in by way of Apple Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's all who? Hydrated and healed. Bye, guys.